eight days of fasting, three days of inner work and alchemy, and a whole lot of miracles. Satnam, we are back. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where, of course, it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to bring to heal body, mind, and spirit, and also so we can bring in an enlightened society as this one old one continues to crumble as we bring in the amazing, the new age of Aquarius. Satnam and God morning. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast. If you're listening to this on the podcast, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being an integral part of this community. So excited to be back. It has been a very intense last few days. I think uh, a lot of people are definitely sensing and feeling this energy of just change and transformation, whether you're aware of the cosmos or whether you're aware of what actually happened yesterday, which was the big winter solstice, the great conjunction of Saturn, Jupiter going conjunct Aquarius, zero degrees. And a lot of people think, you know, oh, all of a sudden, you know, all of us are going to be walking into this brand new world and it's going to just completely change in one day. But the reality is, is that the age of Aquarius is not a one day thing. It is basically an experience that really you're going to start seeing a lot of the changes, a lot of the things that are breaking and falling apart, completely fall apart next year in 2021. And it's time for us to really look at our own life, at our own behaviors, at our own ways of living, at our at, at what no longer will work in this new age of consciousness, which Aquarius is humanitarian. It's about the people. It's about understanding we are all one. It's about understanding that you are protecting and that your brothers and sisters, we're all, we're all just God and drag walking each other back home. And that's exactly where Ram Dass says, and I, and I take that in my heart a lot has been a very, very alchemical last few days for me. We just uh, concluded our also our three-day virtual summit. And on top of that, today I finally come out of my fast. I went on an eight-day juicing fast. And some days I didn't even drink juice because I didn't have time to make it. And I was just so busy with the summit and everything that was happening, which was actually pretty awesome because, you know, when you're stressed or you have a lot going on in your life, which stress is not bad if you know how to process it. It just means that the world is demanding a lot of you. But typically, you know, when you have a lot of stress or there's a lot of change and there's a lot of energy, you want to deal with your emotions by numbing them. And, you know, usually we go numb them with food, with alcohol, with drugs, call it what you will, right? And for me, I intentionally made this intention to fast during this week because I knew how my emotions would be. I knew that there was going to be a lot going on. And I wanted to challenge myself in learning how to process these emotions, even though there was a lot going on during that week. So I took on that eight day fast. I started on Monday and today's my first day off the fast. So I was like this morning thinking, what am I going to have for breakfast? And uh, honestly, I was going to make some oatmeal just with some maple syrup or something, but I ended up just making some cucumbers. I was craving cucumbers the whole time, even though I was making cucumber juice, I actually was craving them with like lemon and a little bit of like powdered chili because that's what I love to eat and my mouth is watering right now because it tasted so good but that's what I ate the first thing that I came out of my fast a plate of cucumbers with some lemon which my mouth is still watering and a little bit of um, 
like uh, chile from Mexico that my mom brought me, and it was delicious. Uh, your taste buds change. The chewing of the cucumber was magical, and I could taste every aspect of the cucumber. The other thing about fasting is that I felt completely grounded in my body, even though I felt like I was not of this planet because of everything that was happening during these eight days. I really felt like I knew who I was because I was so strong in being able to process those emotions. I felt clear. And during the three days, because we had this virtual summit with amazing women coming together for healing and for transformation, you know, I did so much inner work along with the ladies, you know, even though I hosted the event, I took every class, I integrated every speaker's presentation, and I had some major breakthroughs as well. And when you're fasting, this helps tremendously. If you're, if you're cleansing your body, your body takes in the medicine, and you're able to download a lot more of the messages. The other thing that I did was I gave up coffee. I completely quit everything like food, coffee, just decided to go clean for these eight days. And the first two days was very difficult. I had headaches uh, because of the coffee. So it was not easy at all. But then through, you know, probably like day four, I started to feel a lot better. And now since I have been eight days without coffee, I really am not going to go back to that. Uh, I really want to stay away from coffee and, and find a replacement just because like one of our presenters was saying, uh, Nora, she's an amazing very wise professional astrologer, but she was talking about how the age of Aquarius is not about being wired. You know, the age of Aquarius is not about, you know, this whole hustle, action, action. It's really about learning how to center and ground yourself. So I'm glad that, you know, these last eight days I was able to give up coffee and I don't want to go back to it. I honestly will not touch it and see, I'm trying to find some replacements, which I've already found a couple of uh, herbs and, and some things that can help me uh, replace the taste. Cause for me, it was really like the taste, like the waking up in the morning and having that nice cup of warm coffee. And, and I didn't even put any sugar in it. I used to drink it black, but now I feel like I can, if I was without it for eight days, without any food, without any of my attachments that I usually have, then I can do anything in this world. So this eight day fast, after you're done fasting, it's so important that you don't go back to like your old ways right away, you know, like, or ever, but right away, especially your body is so cleansed and that you don't want to go back to like eating chips or eating, you know, cookies or things of that nature. And I know Christmas is coming up, but I'm still very, very conscious. And I know that I'm not going to be putting those things in my body, especially not excessively, because I think we can all moderately enjoy things especially during the holidays and things of that nature but when we start to basically become excessive and a lot of people like during this time in December they go excessive on everything you know they go on food on alcohol and then they're like oh I'll just make a resolution on in January and see what happens that's like the best route for failure because you really have to start mentally and emotionally preparing for this in December so that you're able to really make this as part of your lifestyle, not some kind of diet or not some kind of fad. Cause I didn't do this at all for dieting. I did it so that I could connect to the divinity. So, because I knew that these three days with these goddesses was going to be just amazing. So I really wanted to make sure I was there and I was present and I was cleansed as I was actually giving my classes too. I wanted to be purified so that the women even though it was virtually could feel this energy, this, this community sense. And that's really what happened. You know, this fast was amazing. And the three days with these amazing women were just beyond my expectations. You know, you had so many thoughts as the event was coming up, you know, and I was just thinking who's going to show up, who's not. 
you know, I saw a lot of registrations come in and I know that with the virtual registrations, when they, they come in, they come in so much, but not like everybody shows up. And so as I started to see people actually show up on Saturday for the first class at 6 a.m., I really thought, wow, this is happening. This is really, really happening. So I had to really ground myself and center myself. But there are 10 like specific miracles that as I was sitting this morning, like looking back at my stories and looking at some of the things that were posted on Instagram, which by the way, thank you all of you that came and that shared. I, I went back and I was able to look at your stories and the things that happened. I couldn't believe it. Like I woke up this morning, I was like, that really happened. Oh my God. Like those three days really happened. And I, I can't describe to you the amount of like DMs and messages and text messages that I've been getting about the breakthroughs and the things that really shifted for the women there. And for me, it was also very beautiful because not only did we have like sessions, but we also afterwards, you know, we were, we were able to talk through the sessions. We were able to talk about our feelings. So it was amazing to be able to bring together sisters that would be vulnerable enough to share of their hearts. And then also allow us to also see that we're not in this alone and that a lot of people actually go through the same struggles we do. So beyond the sisterhood, the integration of the energy work during these three days was just magical. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you that every presenter that was there was completely life-changing. Every one of them shifted my perception of life exactly in the way that I needed to right before I walked into this new age of Aquarius. And it was exactly, exactly what my soul needed. And I'm so blessed and grateful for these women that showed up for themselves and these presenters that are amazing mavericks, rebels, healers that I know will only continue to do really, really amazing things with their life. So there, I'm going to share with you 10 miracles that I saw shift within the three-day summit that I was sitting down this morning journaling and just writing. Today, I'm going to just take it easy. Everything I'm doing, I still have classes. Tonight, we have a Course in Miracles class at 6 p.m. inside of our community, Satori. And tomorrow, I have a Kundalini Yoga class at 6 p.m. also inside of our community at Satori. And we also I also have another class at noon. So I'm not necessarily like taking time off, but at the same time, I'm slowing down a lot. You know, after this week, I'm just completely going to just especially starting today, I'm just completely going to slow down and really take care of myself and prioritize myself first because I have been giving out a lot of energy. So it's important that I receive it back as well. And that's one of the things that the, uh, the, the summit really showed me how important it is for us to make sure we take care of us, to queen ourselves before we go make anyone else a queen or a king, right? Because otherwise you will not be as productive as well as effective in whatever it is that you're doing. So it's important that you always take care of you first. So I'm going to share with you these 10 miracles that I saw shift within the three-day summit that I completely am grateful for and that I will forever take into my heart. So the first miracle that was really, really epic was the inner child healing that we went through. Uh, we had to, not only did we have an amazing presenter who took us through these sessions, meditations, Deja Shania, you guys can find her on uh, on Instagram, but just the fact that we were able to really connect back to that childlike wonder. And I saw a lot of breakthroughs happen where we were able to really rediscover what made us come alive, what made us come be, really be happy. And I know we're all waiting for Diane to start her skate gang from this. So that's one of the things that was miraculous. There's going to be a skate gang start after this. So just the things that, that we were able to actually connect to that were really the blockages in our childhood, the awareness you know, some of the messages that I got where women were saying, wow, I didn't know that I recreated my childhood 
childhood in my adult whole life. Or I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know that this was actually the blockage that took me into, you know, later adulthood based on what happened to me in my childhood. And Diane is, is putting her skate her skates on here as well. We can't wait to join your skate again, Diane. All of us. You had like six people that were signed up. So we're waiting for you. So it was just really amazing how this work allows us to come into uh, the root of what is really holding us back. So for me, that was a really epic opportunity also, because I have been doing a lot of inner child work, like for a few, like a couple of years. And even myself, when I went through the session, it was uh, an experience that I, I didn't even know I was there. It was uh, an awareness that allowed me to really look at where specifically I could bring more compassion to myself and to my inner child. So very grateful for that session in itself and, and the ability to bring awareness to these root blockages. The other thing that I thought was really, really awesome was just the fact that we worked on relationships and really owning ourselves as women. You know, Tej, she's an amazing Kundalini teacher. She's a veteran, like 35 years master, learned under Jogi Bhajan himself, the master of Kundalini yoga. And the, the class she gave really just was perfect. You know, she said, I don't want to insult any, any woman here. And, and she wasn't. She was just speaking the truth. And she said so many things about relationships and why they truly go wrong and why, as women, when we learn to make ourselves our queens, you know, the rest falls into place, that there would be like literally no broken relationships if we as women learn to elevate our own radiance, learn to elevate our own sovereignty. And the class that she took us through, I mean, the, the Kundalini class that she took us through, it was like breaking these, these cycles of this codependency and and I was just talking to my sister about this this morning Myra and she she was like yeah it feels like these cycles of, of codependency are over you know it feels like there's a new phase where it's independence but in a way where you still are able to truly be compassionate for others so I, I felt like that class was so appropriate so that women can truly realize how much powerful how powerful they are and not only relationships and healing bringing stability to their homes but also the energy work the the kundalini kriyas that she gave us because she's a 35 year teacher right so she knows a lot of kriyas and kriyas are specific mudras that you do with your body to get a specific result that you know a lot of people don't even know about and and the 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 magic that happened in there, the breakthroughs. I mean, I was crying through the class and it was emotionally liberating to really understand how powerful we as women truly are. So there was a lot of healing as it relates to uh, especially relationships, but also understanding who we are as women and how we never have to worry about anything outside of us, especially not a man, and how we need to really focus on making ourselves queens. And then when we do that, the rest actually falls into place. So for me, that was like life-changing and, and just so beautiful and appropriate. The other thing that I really liked about the summit these three days where we had two really amazing presenters who actually shared how to actually uh, move into the power of your voice. And I myself needed this so much because before the summit, and I've, I've actually been part of nonprofit boards as a president, as as a as a, and part of the board of directors, where we put on big conferences. So this is I've never done a virtual summit, but I've been I've led the organization of, of huge, large conferences where we had over 500 people, a thousand people in presence, you know, and, and I know what happens as it relates to, you know, putting the speakers together and, and the events and the sessions. So this is not like my first brand new rodeo, we would, you would say, but virtually it's a whole other experience. 
but I had been working through this so much, you know, in the, in the days before that one of the things that happens to me when I start to get stressed out and I'm, and I'm not processing my emotions, and this is why I cleanse, is that my throat starts to uh, clog up. And when I used to do these conferences a long time ago, when I was in the real estate industry, I, I was so stressed out. It was not on my life purpose, but I was doing it because I thought it was important for the communities, right? I was part of a, a, a mission, especially when it related to growing um, sustainable home ownership for Hispanic, the Hispanic community. But I remember that during those conferences, I would, my throat would close up so much that at one point I even had to go to the hospital and get penicillin because that is where, where my body starts to communicate to me that I'm under a lot of stress. For me, it's my throat. For you, it might be your, you know, your knees or something, but there's something in our body where it's always communicating to us and telling us, hey, you need to slow down. You need to slow down. And I remember that right before the summit, I, well, maybe like two weeks before the summit, before I started fasting, my throat started to hurt again. And I started to remind, it remind me of those times when I used to do these conferences for real estate. And I said to myself, this is not, I'm not going to, you know, respond the way I used to do before. And that's why I cleansed because when I used to do those conferences, I used to numb myself, you know, with alcohol and just keep going and keep going. And that's when I ended up crashing in my throat. You know, I had these lumps of literally just, uh, just a virus that was clogging up my throat chakra. And so when it started to happen again, this time, I was like, not this time, you know? So I, when I cleansed, it started to go away. And then what was magical was that at the summit, we actually had two different presenters, speakers, who helped us understand how to really activate, you know, the power of your voice and how to speak beyond the throat and beyond the chest and how to really speak from your root chakra. And I learned so much, even coming here to speak to you today, I feel so grounded because I was able to use those tools that they gave us at the summit to now be able to deliver my message. And I, I'm able to now do it from a place of my heart, from a place of my root, where not only do you not feel the nerves or you don't feel anxious, but you know who you are and you're able to deliver the message that's being downloaded to you. So finding your voice and empowering yourself in a way that we understand it both in the body, but also spiritually was very, very important. And especially for a woman right now. Because all of us are being asked to step up and to share our voice. And a lot of the times your voice, your throat chakra actually does become clogged because you're not sharing your voice, because you're not stepping into your light and into your power. So this was a big lesson for me in understanding that I can transcend throat chakra problems. And it all had to do with learning how to ground myself and learning how to pull my voice from the actual root, whereas where I know who I am and I'm not in this polarity of being afraid of what people think of me or, or thinking I'm going to mess up because you never mess up. God is always guiding you. And if you allow yourself to be divinely guided, then you trust, you surrender, and you really, really can connect to this divinity and to the deeper aspect and the power of your voice. So finding your voice this weekend for me was amazing. We had Mo, Monique uh, Benabu, who did an amazing session. I literally left my body. She talked so much about the power of the voice. And then she did a sound healing and her voice is angelic and she had us laid down and all I remember was somebody talking again and then I finally came back up from the mat you know and I was like where in the heck did I go and it was just so perfect because I was feeling so tired before that that when I came back into the body it was like boom you know here you are here you are it was incredible and then yesterday in the winter solstice we also had Sat Abdar who actually shared with us again, the power of mantra. She's an international Kundalini yoga teacher. She's a recording artist. 
her voice like an angel. And she took us through this experience. Uh, also how, even because she's also an actress, how you actually activate your voice through these ex uh, exercises that you do. And you practice them, you know, a couple times a minute and it helps you really do that. And maybe you're not a public speaker. Maybe you're not doing lives every day, but you're speaking to people and you're especially speaking in your business at work. So these are very effective tools that you can use in all of your life, you know, whether you're, you're speaking one-on-one -on -one or you're actually activating your voice to project out to a crowd. So that's another miracle that I saw as a big shift in our, in our three-day summit. The other thing that I thought was amazing was just the vulnerability, you know, to have these women come together. A lot of women didn't know each other. They didn't, you know, we, we, I, there were women from the central coast, from the east coast, there were women from the uh, west coast, from California, from all over the nation. And there was beyond the community sisters from Satori that those are the only ones that knew each other. But there were so many women that didn't know each other. And yet, like I explained to you, we would do these sessions because we did a lot of inner work all day. It was session after session after session from six in the morning all the way to 4.30 p.m. And each presenter delivered their medicine in a way that we could integrate it, right? So very few times we were we just like, you know, listening or sitting. And so it was amazing that after the experience, you know, they were able to actually share. And so many women were able to open up and truly be vulnerable and feel safe to do this. And I think this is also so important to do because I believe that so many of us are going through the same things that when you start to hear other women are actually going through it, you feel like you're not crazy. You feel like you're not alone. You also can learn from those that have transcended those challenges, right? And that's exactly the power and the beauty of community. You know, you're able to really use the wisdom from your sisters in your own life without seeing them as better or less than. That's the beauty of vulnerability as well, that when you're able to share your authenticity and truth, not only do people respect you for that, but they also are grateful because you allow them to also speak in their truth. So the vulnerability, the crying, because I cried and I didn't think I was going to cry, but the first day I cried more <laughs> the most. It was just so much happening. There was so much magic and all these downloads and all these different things that were going on. And a lot of it was because of gratitude. Like I couldn't believe it was happening. The second day I didn't cry during the day, but in the nighttime, I was just so grateful. Like I couldn't believe how magical everything had been and just the messages that I was getting and the text messages and, and people are falling into their purpose and all of that. So it was just amazing. And then Monday, the same thing. It was just like, I needed to cry and just let it out. And, and I felt safe to do it. You know, that's the most important thing that I didn't feel bad or weak. I felt good to actually let out my feelings and to be able to be vulnerable with other beautiful goddesses. Kylie says, thank you so much for this past week and Veronica. I feel so renewed. Thank you. I feel like Kylie, I am like, it feels like a brand new phase in our lives. And it totally feels like we literally shed like the skin, you know, like the Kundalini, the snake skin completely. And we completely let it go. I feel you cried cleansing tears, Diane. I, that's what I would call them. Thank you for putting the words that I was trying to find cleansing tears. That's exactly how I felt. It was like they needed to come out so that I could release and purge but it wasn't a feeling of like sadness or, you know, uh, feeling bad. It was more like, ah, thank you, you know, and just letting it all go. 
And I think it was also because the energy, you know, the women that were there, we create that space to be feel safe, to be heard, to be seen and to be feel like, you know, you're not going to be judged for whatever it is that you are going through. So that that's a perfect way of describing it. A release, Kylie says, that's exactly what it was. It's cleansing, a release. It's just it's something that gets stuck in you and you're able to just finally let it go. And that's the power of, of, of vulnerability. You know, you're able to truly release all of that. Maida says, agreed. I'm still crying of happiness. So many dots connected. I know, I know, sister. And I'm, that was another thing, you know, one of the things I'm blessed with is I have a community of sisters. One of the things that we were saying uh, the next day after the event, you know, we were like, wow, my sisters and I, my, my, my birth sisters were saying, we literally have a tribe of sisters, like all of you that are part of the Satori community. And I just, it feels amazing to know that we're not alone in this and to, to be able to share like this energy with you all has been just tremendous. Like I can't describe to you how much love I have for each and every one of you and how much you mean to me in my life and how much I see so much beauty and, and just incredible wisdom in each and every one of you. And I know that if I see this in you and you see this in other women, that this in itself will be exactly what heals and allows us to be more powerful coming together, honoring each other's gifts instead of stepping on each other, right? Which we've been usually you know, trained to do in this society. Maida says, literally feel like we have no excuses to not step into our power. Yes, that's exactly it. No excuses. This is it. Moving forward, like I was telling you this morning, there are no challenges. There are only opportunities for growth and wisdom. That's the way I see my life. No challenges, only opportunity for growth and wisdom. That is all we have. Kylie says, I did a fire ceremony last night to burn past journals and I felt so much compassion for the old version of me I was leaving behind. Wow, that is powerful, Kylie. I love that. And now you get to start a brand new chapter. That is symbolic. I literally got chills. Amazing, Kylie. This is going to be an amazing new phase for you in your life. And I know you committed also to a 40-day sadhana and you're joining us in our community. So this is beyond. We're so excited to have you and to help you in your on your journey as well, as much as you need us. And of course, you're going to help us too with all of the wisdom you bring forth. Thank you for being so open. I know this was like a new community to you, but thank you for all the wisdom you, you gave and, and you shared from your heart. It was very beautiful to see that. So thank you. Appreciate it. The other thing that was uh, also very important and that was a miracle for me is that awakening spiritually. You know, a lot of women had never in their life had a, any type of like mystical experience or any type of experience with a divinity. And one of the girls shared with me that, you know, she wasn't even looking for it, but that by the second day, she started to get the downloads and she had some incredible mystical experiences where she was get to the root, she got to the root cause of why she was having physical pain. And then the next day, you know, there was amazing synchronicities and in, in what the universe was showing her. So just, what happens when you detach, you know, when you're able to connect to these divinity, this highest consciousness. And that's really what the movement is about, you know, because when you learn to process your energy, you learn to, you learn about the chakra system, the energetic bodies, and you have the tools to alchemize them, then you're in a state of consciousness where you're balanced out. And then you're able to really create these mystical experiences and with the divinity. The thing is that you don't plan for them. You, you literally detach and you surrender. When you detach and you surrender, amazing miracles happen, shifts in perceptions. And I know there's a lot of women there that were spiritual, but there were also women that were not, you know, there's a lot of women that some believe in God, some didn't, and that's totally okay. But yet to still be able to see, 
how open their hearts were because that's to me is a mystical experience you know whether you you believe in god or not to be able to be in your heart in its fullness in the present moment and to feel even if it's for a second that all of life makes sense and that nothing has happened to you that everything's happening for you that's an amazing breakthrough that can create healing instantaneous healing and instantaneous manifestation because you start to stop judging at all and you start to surrendering to this higher power and that's what the age of aquarius is all about so to be able to see women actually experience this during these three days the tears the laughter the crying the connection to god the deepening of their own spirit it's just amazing it's, it's exactly what the movement is here to do to awaken us into this reality into this unity consciousness into not being afraid because we're never really alone we're always connected to this higher power and truly, this is a university where we get to learn the lessons and we no longer have to learn them as a martyr. We no longer have to learn them through suffering. That's the old phase. You know, this new phase in our life is about understanding and through wisdom. That really is what sovereignty is. It's neutrality of the mind, not reactive, so that you're not creating more karma, responding so that you clear the karma as difficult as it is. Because I know it can get difficult when you're being shown fear or you're being or someone comes to you and they're themselves hurting, you know, when they're hurting and they're typically attacking, you know, it's difficult to really stand in your satnam and your truth. But as you do this inner work, as you start to awaken spiritually, you remember who you are, remember who they are, and you start to really be the healer. And that was one of the things, a message that came through during the three days when I was able to finally pull a card for us. It was like, Gaia, the Guya, the the healing goddess who came out and just said, "We're all we're all healed." These three days, it was like assurance: you're all healed, and not only that, but you all are healers. So I saw everyone at that summit as healers, because see, the thing is, is that when they heal themselves, they heal generations before and after them. So you're automatically a healer. You don't have to go and physically touch someone or, or do something to them. You're presence, your radiance, your connection to source, your connection to your truth heals the room, heals everybody around you. And it takes that that courage to not focus on the outer world, but to go within and to raise your frequency so that your life is in neutrality, so that you're living a sovereign life. So that was a very beautiful aspect of also what happened there. And then the other thing, the last thing that I thought was magical, and I am signing up for Nura's class for this because she was incredible, but just the cosmic wisdom. We had this session with Nura Rochelle on astrology where she taught us about the transits of the cosmos. And she showed the ages and the phases of our lives. And I swear to you, like everything in my life made sense. Cause I, you know, I, I study astrology, but not to the point where I understand all of the houses and the transits and the deepening of, of the science. I really believe you have to study it for a lifetime, right? But Nora has been uh, studying it for 17 years and she's so young too. She started at a young age too, but just the wisdom and, and also helping us understand what this really age of Aquarius is about, how important it is for us to increase our neuron capacity and just my life making sense. Like I, I believe after that cosmic session, I not only had more love and compassion not compassion but more love and appreciation for the cosmos but also for my time and space and what i'm doing here and how i incarnated during this time i had like this the, the whole jupiter saturn conjunction to me with aquarius last night just meant even more it was a deepening of of this wisdom that is always here with us that the ancestors have always really used for their own purposes of healing of 
alchemy of, of growing amazing crops of, of doing amazing things in our life so i i really feel like my uh my awareness of cosmic wisdom really grew to a level where i'm so dedicated to actually learn it at a much deeper level so i'm super excited to actually take some uh, astrology classes she has a really cool course where you can learn astrology with her and just the way she explains it, you know, because there's different types of teachers, but she's so eloquent and then she says it in a way where I feel like anybody can understand it and you'll be able to really put the pieces together. But beyond that, it was really about connecting the dots for me. It just felt like, wow, okay, so that's why that happened. Oh, okay. So that's why that happened. And then again, it's not like uh, uh, fortune telling where your future is set in stone. It's like preparation so that you're aware and you can be more compassionate with yourself and learn the lessons as the cosmos are moving through your life. Because I like the way she described it. She said that when you were born, your, your incarnation was specific. That minute, that second that you were born, that made a reflection as to the exact position of all of the cosmos as you were born. So however the cosmos move, the planets, how they move in the world, that impacts you as well because your imprint is directly correlated to that imprint. So to me, I just like imagined myself as like this incarnation and this human consciousness that's just like dancing with the planets and that through the wisdom of what they're doing in the skies that I myself can actually learn how to dance in this thing we call life. So it was just life-changing. It was amazing. I have to listen to that one again. If you guys uh, upgraded to the VIP, you'll get all the replays today. They're being uploaded into a portal. So you'll have access through a Kajabi app. You'll, you'll download the app and go back in there and look at all of the different uh, presentations and all the things that happened during the three days. Actually, if you still haven't upgraded your ticket, you have until the 24th. I sent out an email, so I'll make sure because a lot of people were asking me and I was like, I have to put a cutoff date because I want to make sure that we only, uh, that we close it out by that time. So the 24th, you have to actually upgrade to the VIP ticket and you'll be able to um, catch all the replays and actually use them for the rest of 2021 and 20 whatever, because, you know, this, like I said, age of Aquarius is not like it's a one day thing. Now starts the, the real crumbling of the systems that no longer work. So as above, so below. So you're going to start seeing these systems in the outer world start to crumble. So a lot of people are not going to do well with that, right? Because it's changed. And also in your life, you know, the systems, the ways, the people, they'll start to crumble now if, if they're not in alignment with your highest consciousness. And especially ladies, if you did a lot of inner work with us this three days, your frequency changes. And I, I always tell this to tell this to women, you know, especially as it relates to relationships, it's, it's a quantum physics, a mathematical equation. Uh, if you are doing a lot of inner work and your partner perhaps is not doing any inner work, you have to find a way for that to come into union. By your example, like Tej was saying, you know, they'll follow. And they also, even if they don't do the inner work, just your energy in itself penetrates and impacts them as well and also helps raise their frequency but the thing is is that as you start to raise your frequency the people that no longer resonate with that freezing frequency start to fall off now it's very important for you to be very hyper aware if it's something that has to do with energetic frequencies and that you really need to be removed from your life or if this is an opportunity to actually go within and to create some miracles of healing so this is something that you yourself have to decipher and you have to go intuitively within and make those decisions. But I know, because this has happened to me too, that especially as I began my own inner journey and I started to raise my frequency, just a lot of the people that I used to hang out with, a lot of the people that 
I used to follow a lot of the people that I used to resonate with. I just don't resonate with anymore. And it's not that they're better or worse than me. It's just that my frequency changed and it continues to change because I have a daily practice. Right. And so I'm also starting to connect with some really amazing people that are in alignment with what I'm doing that are doing amazing or similar things that I'm doing as well. And so that's also very cool because even though it feels like, wow, all these friendships are falling apart that, you know, I had for such a long time at the same time, it makes room and space for the amazing new tribe that you're bringing in for the amazing spiritual community you're putting together, because that's really what it is. Uh, one of my teachers told me that a lot of the like blood families, you know, they're actually falling apart right now. And the reason that they're falling apart is because just because your family is your family, but if you have a very toxic family member, wherein as that family member is attacking you all the time, is very envious of you, is talking shit pretty much the whole time, that you as a spiritual person, that doesn't mean you have to take that shit. Like that's not spirituality. Spirituality, we're spiritual warriors. So it takes a lot of guts and it takes balls for you to actually set those boundaries. And again, be able to decipher, is this something that I'm projecting or is this a lesson that I need to learn as it relates to getting, removing people from my life? So these, these, these uh, blood families may be falling apart, but what's happening is that the spiritual families are coming together. And that's exactly how I, I see it, especially as it relates to our community, the women that have joined Satori, especially in the last uh, three days I joined from the summit. It's like, I knew them from past lifetimes. You know, I, I feel like I resonate with them. I, I, I love every part and aspect of who they are. So it's, it's amazing how the universe always brings you exactly who is in alignment with your vision. And so that's a gift. So if you yourself are feeling like things are like falling apart in some areas, this is a time for really to go within. And if you can't get those messages, one thing that I will tell you that works and it works very effectively is go and ground yourself, go meditate. Uh, uh, there's some cool mantras that are meditations you can do. If you go to my YouTube channel, there's a couple in there, but there's some really amazing ones where you can um, intuitively get clarity. And I promise you, when you ground yourself into mother earth, she will tell you she might not tell you right there at that moment but you'll see the signs and you'll start to be like oh okay that's what that means now we don't want to listen to the signs that's a whole other question or a whole other story right but you this is a time for you to really continue the cleanse you know we purged a lot you know like we were talking about shedding the skin but we need to continue this as as, as we move into the age of Aquarius you know what are the things that are not in our alignment of course I wouldn't tell you like a lot of some of the women were like I'm just gonna quit my job and do this and that you know that might not be something you want to run into right away. You know, you're feeling in a certain type of way. Learn how to create a strategy around it. You know, for a long time, I myself, I think it was a year when I had uh, Satori open, the physical actual center in Phoenix. And I was, you know, still doing my real estate broker uh, management job. I was uh, had that business going full-time, double full-time because it's like a triple full-time job or a business. But, and then at the same time, I had Satori for a year. And then after I studied the cosmos a lot, I just knew this was my time to go. So I knew the day that I needed to walk away from that 15 year business. And I listened to my gut. So listen to your gut, but understand that, you know, right now is, is a time for cleansing and to really releasing really things, people, experiences that don't serve you. But again, 
go within to make sure that you're also not leaving an opportunity on the table for healing. Go within and really understand how you can learn to have compassion and forgiveness for others because you don't, even if you're leaving people behind, as you start to raise your frequency, you don't want to have this hate or this, uh, I hate that person or I wish that would have never happened because that's not going to help you at all. And that's truly what sovereignty is all about. So there was just so many miracles, ladies. It was amazing. It was beyond beautiful. I'm still really vibing high. Uh, I definitely need to eat something because all I ate was cucumbers this morning, but I'm going to ground myself today, take it a little bit uh, slower than usual, especially for the rest of this year, because the rest of 2021 is going to be epic. So it's preparation. But one of the things that I did learn was prioritizing yourself and making sure you're always at a high state of consciousness is the most important thing you can do as a woman. So I just want to thank all of you that joined us. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. It was an incredible three days. It really showed me what happens when you listen to your highest consciousness and just follow, follow what your heart tells you. And I'm excited to do this again. Like I'm pumped. I got literally, I'm addicted to doing these three day events because I saw what could happen. I saw, even if it was virtually, you know, we got so much great feedback. I think it was Kylie or somebody who said that, you know, it actually was awesome doing it from her house because she was in her environment. So she was able to surrender more and release more, which I never saw it in that aspect. But I, I can see how that works because I, I felt the same way. You know, I felt like I was able to truly release and, and not feel like, oh, somebody's looking at me. So in a way, you know, this virtual thing doesn't have to be so bad. So in either case, you know, it was a very amazing three days. I just want to thank all of our presenters. They were amazing in every way. There was not one there. They were all just equally amazing and life-changing so thank you all of the attendees thank you for showing up for yourself you don't understand how this impacts not only your lineage impacts the world you know the patriarchy this old piscean way is trying to stop us from coming together as women that's the reality and you saw we talked a lot about sovereignty during the three days how our sovereignty is robbed from us how even the virus has its own did you guys know that the virus has its own pr firm the virus why, why would a virus need a PR firm? Because they need you to believe something. That's why. So they are really doing a good, or trying to do a good job in keeping us apart as women. Because what happens is that when women unite, this entire world shifts and it's inevitable now. What is happening right now, the big awakening, this connection to our heart, no one can stop it. So ladies, this is just the beginning of a very, very beautiful life. I just want to thank you all for being part of our community. Thank you all who attended. Thank you all who shared your beautiful wisdom and love. And I can't wait. I can't wait for what brings forth, what comes forth with this movement, with this ability to be able to self-realize and remember who we truly are. So thank you goddesses for being here today as well. Thank you for sharing of your wisdom. Let me make sure I didn't miss any comments. Makes so much sense. Made so much sense. Haha, ha, we all felt it. <laughs> Uh, mind blowing. It was so impressive. Thank you. Yes, I'm so great to have you on. Yes, love that burning pastor. Yeah, Kylie, that's a now that's a ritual. That's amazing. Sounds amazing. Thank you. 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 Thank you for this amazing opportunity. Gadi, I love you. Thank you. Oh, Sadaftar is here. Thanks so much, Sadaftar. I was just talking about you and your angelic voice. Yes, ladies, it was amazing. And let's just continue the momentum. Let's stay committed. Let's stay uh, in our highest self-worth. And I'm always here to support you. If you need anything at all, you know, you can join us in our 
free Facebook community where I'm posting a lot of the mantras that we've been doing. Also just updates on what we're doing as a movement. And of course you can join us on our free Instagram community as well at sovereignwomanmovement.com. You can also go to the link in my bio and find out more about Satori and the Sovereign Women Movement. You can actually take my 55 minute training that actually really demonstrates what the SWC method is all about. And all those links are in my bio. So you can check them out because we aren't stopping. This is just the beginning of a whole new life of beauty, of miracles, and of complete sovereignty. Thank you for being here, ladies. I love you so much. Sending you so much love. I am going to go find something really good to eat. I was like craving like pho or something like that. Something with tofu, I don't know, something a little bit more solid than cucumbers, but I'm excited to eat something and I'm excited to continue this journey with all of you. Have a blessed day, ladies. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.